So Harvey Weinstein is a person who has been doing this for many, many years. And I think that I start from the place where every human being deeply in some place in them wants, wants to have authentic, real connection with other people, with other women, men, it doesn't matter, wants to have a connection. And that a person like Harvey Weinstein um, is, has become very involved in becoming a very powerful being, and they put their, their efforts into that. And in so doing, um, they have lost the ability to, to just have one-on-one -on -one real deep connection. And so what they're doing is they're, tr they're doing a, a facsimile or a distorted version when they get into the abuse of women and the power play and, the, and the ha they're having to perform sexually for them. They're doing a very distorted version of human connection. And <clears throat> that distorted version of human connection gives them something, but, but it's not the real connection that people need. And so they have to keep doing it over and over again to get that thing that, they, that they're thinking they're getting by doing that, but they're not really getting it. And so it's a never-ending... Uh, hunger that is never satisfied and keeps on going and going and going and going. And you never get there. And that's how I understand some of this depraved behavior as a distorted version of something that isn't ever going to satisfy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that instead of being able to have the authentic connection they want to have underneath, um, underneath um, they would never talk about it like that. Yeah. They might not, but yeah. that they're, they're, they're just talking about it as, uh, they don't, I don't know what they're talking about it as, but it's like a turn on, it's, it's objectifying women, it's, it's, uh, you know, getting, a, getting it on that way. It's, it's, it's a uh, ludicrous and unsatisfying way to, have some sort of relationship with a person. And so as therapists, when we see something like this, um, it brings us back to not simply um, going into the outrage of how people can do that, but it's uh, again a reminder mm -hmm. of how powerful that primal need for authentic mm -hmm. connection is. Mm -hmm. And uh, to see, you know, how can we uh, use that uh, reminder. Because it's a way of understanding that person as a very, very vulnerable, fragile human being underneath it all. And so it helps be less judgmental about the person. You're just understanding them that that's what they're doing to do this. Uh, and they're not, they're not getting anywhere. And sometimes people, when you can relate to them from that place, they, they, they will acknowledge it. Yeah. They will acknowledge it. And so, and so obviously we're talking about understanding and as opposed to condoning. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, it's not just about understanding him or understanding people who do that but it's also understanding the intensity of that need in human nature. Mm -hmm. uh, if we see that it goes to that extreme, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it, 
it's to see how much, how powerful a need it mm -hmm. must be mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to yes. emerge in some yes. way or another. Yes, it has to go somewhere, and it goes there, unfortunately. Um, what we don't really always understand is what actually happened that is that prevented the person in the first place or what they didn't get, what they had, what they were missing as children in their from their parents <clears throat> in terms of authentic connectedness. Um, they, they didn't learn it. They didn't, they didn't know that that was so. They, they substituted power for, for connection. Well, if I can't have that, I can have this. Yeah. And that would be a Hornian way of under Karen Hornian way of understanding. Like, yeah. I can't do this, so I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So said so, but so in that sense, um, we have a framework for um, understanding sex or sex and power as not something that mm -hmm. are disparate mm -hmm. and uh, that just so happen in the case of these people to be badly intermingled. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about, you know, there's a very deep need for connection. Mm -hmm. And not being able to have it, that power is a substitute. Exactly. And therefore, the thirst for power is going to be unquenchable. Unquenchable. Because, because it's never going to satisfy the original need. Exactly. Exactly. This recording is part of the podcast at relationalimplicit.com. They, they didn't learn it. They didn't, they didn't know that that was so. They substituted power for, for connection. Well, if I can't have that, I can have this. Yeah. And that would be a Hornian way of under Karen Hornian way of understanding. Like, yeah. I can't do this, so I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So said, but so in that sense, um, we have a framework for um, understanding sex or sex and power as not something that mm -hmm. are disparate mm -hmm. and uh, that just so happen in the case of these people to be badly intermingled. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about, you know, there's a very deep need for connection. Mm -hmm. And not being able to have it, that power is a substitute. Exactly. And therefore, the thirst for power is going to be unquenchable. Unquenchable. Because, because it's never going to satisfy the original need. Exactly. This recording is part of the Somatic Mindfulness and Relational Psychotherapy podcast. See the website relationalimplicit.com.